Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi! Welcome back to Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. I am Rachel Ballinger, and I'm here solo today. I like doing a solo podcast every once in a while, while I do have many friends and fascinating humans in my life. Sometimes I just want to sit down and answer some of your questions uncensoredly. Oh, I forgot that when I do podcasts solo, I have to continuously talk, and it's very draining. This will probably only be 30 minutes long, because... While I do enjoy talking and the words just keep coming out of my mouth, whether I want them to or not, I do get exhausted afterwards. Anyway, should we come up with an intro to this? Welcome, welcome to Rachel Uncensored. Is that the new intro? That's all it's going to be. I liked it. Okay. Hi. <laughs> um. Okay, so I went on Instagram earlier today and I asked you guys to ask me things or tell me things. Um, and I'm going to start by saying every time I ask people to ask me things, everyone always asks me. This is, there's a lot of asking. The word asking is involved a lot here. Um, what? No, silence you phone. People always ask me like, how do I come out to someone? How do I come out? And I'm gonna, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. I said this on my other podcast, All Things Internet, uh, with my friend Emily. New episodes every Monday. Um, I can't tell you how to come out. Every single situation is different. Every single person is different. All I'm going to say is I think it's best that you come out when it is, when you are, it is safe for you to come out. So when people are asking, how do I come out to my homophobic parents that will abandon me? Well, I, I maybe like if it's better for you to not do that and wait till you are, you know, financially independent and out of the house, then you can come out to them. Um, I, it depends on the people, like your emotional environment, your physical environment, like who do you have in your life? I don't, every, every situation, every person's different. So I can't. I don't think I can help there. I'm just going to say, make sure that you have a safe space because um, I don't want, and I don't, I don't want anything to happen to anybody because it is scary and fuck Florida's don't say gay bill. Fuck that shit. Okay. That was also a lot of questions. Um, what do I think about that? I think, fuck it. Um, also, can I talk about something real quick? So, sorry. Okay. Let's recap that. Um, I don't know how you should come out to people because every person's different. I came out at 29, or was I 28? Who knows? Um, no, I was 29, right? Who cares? And, if, and I was financially independent. I was surrounded. I'd already surrounded myself with very loving people who were going to accept me for who I am, no matter who I fell in love with. So my situation is very different. I didn't even care when I came out. I was just like, cool. Like I was excited to start dating women, but I didn't give a flying fuck about who, like, how I was going to tell people or whatever. I was just like, all right, uh, I guess I got to tell some people now. I accidentally told my brother-in-law, Eric. Like, I just assumed my sister had told him. And so I just started talking about this, uh, my girlfriend now, this girl I was talking to. And Colleen later was like, I didn't tell Eric. And I was like, oh, 
well, I thought you would. She goes, I'm not going to out you. Very good on her part, Lord and Savior. But um, anyway, what was I going to say? Oh, there is a sound. Okay, so that's that. Recap. Just do what makes your life the best. Okay, now, the sound that is going around on TikTok right now that I don't understand. I don't get why this is exciting for people. It's the one where it was like, um, it sounds like, it sounds like Trisha Paytas, but I have no idea who it is. I haven't looked into the sound, but it's like, oh, I, I cuss. They're like, oh, really? What's your favorite cuss word? Fuck. Ha ha ha. Why is that sound funny? But also totally me when I came out with this podcast. But why are people obsessed with that sound? I don't get it. Okay. Just had a rant about that. If you thought this was going to be a cohesive podcast episode, you were very wrong. I am by myself. I am exhausted. My brain is every which way but here. Okay. So I asked you guys to ask me questions and you delivered. There were a lot. I picked out some. I couldn't even get through them all because you guys were so amazing. Um, and asking so many great things and things I wanted to answer. Usually I scroll through and I have to go through all of them because I can't find any ones that I want to answer or I'm like, or that I haven't already answered or that were like, I didn't think would be intriguing enough. I was screenshotting too many. And so I was like, I, I just have to stop. So I just burped a little bit. Um, I'll have to do another one of these. I'm going to go through them, the rest of them later. And I might just do another episode later in life with the remaining questions. But let's start right now. Hi. Welcome, welcome to Rachel Uncensored. Sammy asked, what got you to become a creator? Uh, money and my sister. So I did not, that is just very short to the point. I did not uh, think I would ever be a content creator. That was not a goal of mine. I literally was out of college I, like I just graduated. I couldn't get a, a job bartending. I was trying to apply for the Los Angeles to police department. Not anymore. Don't ask questions. I've already explained this. I want to be a cop. I don't now, obviously. Um, that is a fun story though. Anyway. <laughs> um, but I was like, Colleen, my sister, whom I lived with at the time, I was like, what do I do for money? And she was like, why don't you just start making videos? You can make, uh, you can make a decent amount of money until you get to, until you figure out what you want to do. And I was like, okay. And she's like, I'll, I'll help make videos with you. And so that's how I got started. Colleen, I needed a job. And Colleen was like, I'll help you. And she did. And I started making money and I realized I really liked it. Um, it wasn't my main source of income for many years. I was actually, then I became Colleen's personal assistant while also making YouTube videos. And I absolutely loved doing that with her. But then I started, I slowly made the shift into YouTube becoming my main thing. And then I just loved it and I kept with it. So it was never an intent to, it was never intentional to do this as my career. Um, it was very much just like a side thing to do to make some money. Um, and it ended up being what it is today. And I'm very happy. I would not change a single thing about it. And that's that. Money makes the world go round. All right. This is one that I debated answering. Are you religious? But I decided if it's who would I think, I'm going to just state it. I am not religious. I grew up in a religious Christian household. And um, later I realized um, in the last like few years, uh, it, was, it's, it was a slow, it was a slow gradual thing. Um, I find myself being more spiritual and believing that there is some sort of higher power. And I believe in good and evil. And I believe there's probably something past what this life is. 
I don't know what any of that is. I don't have the answers. I'm a dumb human. But I think religion is fucked up. Now, I believe that there are some really great Christian people and Catholic people and Jewish people. And I think every religion has great people in it. But I think man has destroyed the concept of each religion. I studied religion in high school, not high school, in college. I had to take some religious studies classes. And I studied the, the foundation of each religion, basically. And each one, it seems like was trying to start in love. But then man came and decided to turn most of it into what I see as hate. Now, again, this could be a very different experience that you have. But from my perspective, what I got is that there can be, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to piss people off because this is racial uncensored, but I still don't want to make people angry. I'm just answering things I wouldn't normally answer or talk the way I normally would talk. But I think that man has ruined religion. I believe you can believe in God and believe in right and wrong without having to follow a set religion. And I think that's kind of where I am. Um, I really like the teachings of whether Jesus was real or not. I think what he taught was cool. Um, I very much still follow that, you know, be kind to people and, you know, don't be a dickhead is basically it. And I think that's what most religions were trying to do, being like, hey, be a good person. Don't be a dick. And then men like I'm, I'm talking about mankind just came in. Well, mostly men, because most religions are like mm, only men can be in charge. It's very sexist. Another reason why I don't like religion very much. but. A lot, of, a lot of mankind came in and was like, uh, well, we're going to decide, even though the Bible says don't judge other people, that we're going to judge everyone. And even though in Christianity, all sins are created equal in the eyes of God, we're going to decide which ones we want to follow and which ones um, we're not going to follow and which ones we're going to judge you harder for and basically create a whole hate thing so we feel better about ourselves, so we feel more holy than you. And we're better religious people than you. That's what I got from it. So I do not follow a religion anymore. I don't hate people who do. Um, I, if, if, if a religious, if being religious and following religion makes you a better person, uh, great. I love that. But don't use your religion to hinder or hurt other humans. Because I don't believe that's what any religion was like trying, tried to, was, that's not what it was trying to do when it was first created. Again, I haven't studied every single religion and I haven't met every single religious person in the world. I'm just telling you my experience and why I don't follow it very much. I went to a private Christian university and those are some of the fakest, meanest people I've ever met in my life. Um, and your experiences shape your thoughts. And so that very much shaped who I am. Um, also, I'm gay and most religions don't like that very much. And I don't think I'm a bad person. So if you think I'm going to hell because of who I love and not based on whether I'm a good person or not, fuck you. <laughs> anyway, that was a long-winded ADHD rant about me and my religion. I believe in a higher power. And I believe in right and wrong. And I don't know what is out there. How could I? I'm human. So there's that. All right. On to a more um, intense topic. Does blood not spill everywhere when you take out a diva cup or disc? No. It does not go. Sometimes, if it's a heavy day. Listen, my pe sorry, Brother Bear, for editing this. 
my periods are five days long. The first one is hell on earth. It's cramps, it's bloating, it's blood, it's torture. It's disgusting. I got the, I got the, the throbbing vagina where it just hurt, hurt, not throbbing in a good way, throbbing in a bad way, pain straight down to the butthole. The only thing I do not get is back aches. It's the only thing I don't get. I get all the rest. It's fantastic. Um, and then the second day is like the heaviest, like all of those other symptoms are gone, but it is the heaviest flow ever. And then the last three days are like, nothing. it's like, oh, here's some blood every once in a while. So you have to keep using something, but like you're fine. Um, so the flex or the diva cup or whatever you use, that's not a tampon or a pad. You're supposed to be able to leave those in like all day. The first two days I empty them a few times a day. And then the last three days it's, I put it, I clean it in the morning and I clean it at night. Um, but what you do is you take it out when you're in the toilet or when you're in the shower, like the morning ones, I shower in the morning. So I take it out in the shower and yeah, blood goes everywhere then because I'm in the shower. You rinse it down. But when you take it out, you're your hand is in the toilet, basically. So you just pop that thing out and you can kind if you want to, you can like pour it out into the toilet if you have that much in there, or you just cup it and like take it to the sink. My sink is right next to my toilet. So I literally don't even have to get up. I just go, now, if I'm camping, I use tampons because that would be disgusting. And like, you don't have a, a sink right next to you. So to answer your question, no, blood doesn't get everywhere because you do it in the toilet and then you immediately go to the sink. And you can cup. Yeah, you get blood on your hands. You can wash your hands. Do you not wash your hands after you go to the bathroom? Disgusting. <sighs> oh, this is just a statement. I bought a suit for prom today that's very much inspired by your dark blue one you wore. Listen, more women need to wear suits, whether you're gay or not. They make, they, unless you, the dress makes you feel a certain way, get it. If that dress suits you fantastic but if you're like i could rock a suit yes you could one two do it your experience on the dance floor will be so much more amazing you can move you'll be comfortable if you're hot you take your coat off your jacket off if you're warm you put it on you have options you don't have to deal with like the dress sagging down if you're if you're strapless you don't have to worry about having to get the right jacket for it suits man girls suits get a suit I hope you enjoy it. Just curious, are you not vegan anymore? If not, then what changed? I have a question for you. Why is everyone so obsessed with this? Everyone's really obsessed with how I eat. Um, and I don't feel like I've, I've stated my veganism before and I've talked about my food preferences and what I'm doing at the moment, but I haven't been a, like a, if you aren't vegan, you're the worst person on earth, blah, person ever. I feel like I've been very chill about it. It comes up a lot because people ask me a lot. People are so fascinated with what other people eat. Anyway, I still don't eat meat and I still don't eat dairy, but I put fish and eggs back in my diet for convenience. That's pretty much for convenience. Um, actually, eggs aren't bad for you. So in my friend who's a registered dietitian, which is like the smartest you can get about food, said that to me, that eggs aren't bad for you. So I believe her. Anyway, also I'm able to eat this way, but hmm, being vegan is boring and hard um and so i i still don't want to consume meat ever and dairy i yeah i i can get away with not eating dairy there's so i'm i'm blessed to be in an area and have the money to get and afford uh good dairy substitutes so i do that still um but yeah i just i want to experience the world 
and I want to experience food and I want to be able to go out and with my friends to any restaurant and not worry about what's on the menu that I can eat or bring my own food. So if I put eggs and fish in my diet, I can pretty much eat anything. Uh, not anything. I can eat anywhere. So there's that. Okay, that's all. Convenience and happiness. And my happiness matters. Are you sexually active? Yes. I live with my girlfriend. I, yes. <laughs> hey, we came out at the same time. I lost some close friends and I'm happy I had you. Grace, I am really sorry that you lost some people in your life, but guess what? They don't deserve you. So I'm glad they're gone because fuck them. <laughs> Do you identify as a certain type of lesbian, i.e. top, bottom, butch, femme, etc.? I'm not a femme, but I don't think I'm butch. Um, I think I would be considered a switch because I like to give and receive. But I don't know if I, what type I fit into. I'm not femme. I'm not butch. I don't think I mask. I really, I like, am I don't, I'm not sporty spice, although I love her. I don't know what I am. I'm me. I'm Rachel Ballinger. And this is me. So that's what I am. I don't think I fit into a category of that, except the switch part. That, because that's, I know my bedroom preferences. But I don't think I have, I don't know. You guys are probably like, Rachel, you're in this. Rachel, you're in that. Because apparently you guys know everything before me. But I don't know how, how I would define myself. I'm just me. I've always just been me. But now I'm happier. Next one. I'm on the asexual spectrum, but I don't feel comfortable telling people. Well, then you don't have to. I blocked out your name in that one because, well, I, if you're watching, I've been putting all the names up on the, oh, I've been putting all the questions and names up on the screen. But if you're listening, I, I haven't, but that's fine. Um, if you aren't comfortable, then don't. Wait till you are comfortable. And, but also, I'm always going to suggest therapy to everybody. So maybe you could explore why you're not comfortable with telling people because that means you're not fully comfortable with yourself, I think. So I'm going to suggest therapy. Explore that option. Go for it. See what's up. See what's happening. But again, don't, this comes with the coming out thing. Do it when it's right, when, it's, when you're comfortable. You don't have to tell anybody. You don't have to. That's fine. Thanks for coming out to me, though. I appreciate that. I love you, and I support you in all your decisions. Except if they're, like, to murder someone, I don't support that. But I support you in all your decisions that do not harm yourself or others. Someone asked Fave Vibrator. Also blocked your name out. I don't know why. I just wanted to. Um, okay, so I do have a favorite vibe. Okay, no. Oh, my God, I have a really sad story. Again, Brother Bear, sorry for editing this. Um, I had a favorite vibrator. I had it for a few years. I bought it myself. I think I got it at a sex shop. And it, it, it was perfect. And I fucking forgot it in, where was I? Colorado last month. And I am distraught because I cannot find it anywhere. I don't think I got it. I think I got it in a sex shop in Tarzana, California. And I'm, it was the perfect amount of vibration, the perfect size. I, I personally like the little bullet ones. And ladies, just get a vibrator. It is wondrous. Whether you're in a relationship with a man, with a woman, or with yourself, it works in all the scenarios. Get yours. Get yours. Okay? Get it. 
get what you deserve. And that is happiness. Um, anyway, it was this little pink one. And it's the only pink thing I ever loved. And <laughs> fucking lost it. Now, there is a so- close second that I, I had to buy to replace the one I lost. Um, and it's this little black one that I get on Amazon. And all of my friends that are girls who are like, oh, I, I, my vibrator broke months ago or years ago. I haven't been able to find one. I, or they're like, I've never used one. I recommend this one. And it doesn't last as long. You know, it's like technology breaks. It breaks sometimes. Um, and then you just have to get a new one. But they're like 12 bucks, so it doesn't matter. But it, hold on. I'm going to look this up. And it's in my previous orders because I've had to order it recently. And I'm sad because it's good. It's, it's my second favorite one. My first favorite I will never get back. And I'm really upset about the entire thing. Anyway, yeah, here we go. Let me look this up on Amazon. Is this weird? This is weird. It's, but it's fine. Uh, Bullet vibrator with angled tip for precision clitoral stimulation. Discreet rechargeable lipstick vibe with 10 vibrator modes. Waterproof nipple G-spot stimulator sex toys for women. That is the entire title. It is black. So, So just type in on Amazon. Bullet vibrator with angled tip. And it is black and it's perfect. And it's $15.99. I misspoke earlier when I said it was $12. Um, I don't care for like the big ones. Oh, my camera is losing heat. I have to, it's losing heat. It's overheating. I have to pause. One second. Oh, this is a perfect time to check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. Skims. Skims is our sponsor for today. Everyone knows that finding a perfect t-shirt can be a challenge. Whether it's too big, too small, the fit is weirdly cut, or the quality is severely lacking. Luckily, I found the perfect t-shirt, and it's at Skims. They have crop silhouettes for them femmes to long sleeves layering tees, and there's styles for everyone. I've been wearing Skims for over a year now, and I absolutely love the quality of everything I've gotten. It's silky smooth, it fits well, and my girlfriend always steals them from me. I absolutely love the cotton jersey t-shirt they sent me. It fits like an absolute dream. I wear it all the time. And my girlfriend stole the Skims soft smoothing t-shirt because it's extremely flattering and she can wear it on casual errands or when she wants to dress up for the night. If you want to try them out, then shop Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that I sent you, that Rachel Uncensored sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm back. I know you missed me. It's been one second for you. It's been ten minutes for me. Where's my phone? Oh. Um, anyway. 
That was the my favorite vibrator. Oh, Joy texted me. Anyway, next question. Uh, Nicole asked me, when you vlog, how many hours from your day uh, we, we see wood? How many hours from your day we see wood? How many, they're asking how many hours of the day do they see of mine? Um, I'm not making fun of you. I was trying to understand the question. We all mistype sometimes. It's totally fine. Uh, so I, my vlogs are exactly 10 minutes long each. There's a reason for that. It, makes, it forces me to make sure I get enough content, like enough footage throughout the day. And also it's fun, like editing wise, to make sure that like I have to, it makes me be a little more creative. Like I have to cut unfunny parts out. Um, it makes me not be lazy because I can get lazy with my vlogs. I get lazy. I'm a lazy person sometimes. Uh, I try and post six to seven times a week and sometimes I get lazy. So I gotta make sure I'm not. But, uh, 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 I got something in my tooth. I just ate popcorn. So, um, it depends on the day. So you're only getting 10 minutes. But if I wanted to, I could fake an entire day in one hour. And there have been some vlogmases where that has happened. Listen, I just, well, because a lot of the time it's like, I'm not like trying to cheat you guys out of something. It's literally like, I have been sitting in my room working all day. There is no content to give you. So I can just film a bunch of things happening within one hour. And then like, that's a vlog. Um, there's a lot of my day where I, well, there's eight hours where I'm sleeping. There's hours where I'm just sitting at a computer working. There's hours where I'm eating or I'm trying to have downtime with my girlfriend or my friends or my dogs. Um, so I would say on an average, I pick up the camera uh, like on 10 different occasions throughout the day. But like, you know, multiple shots for whatever, um, depending on what I'm doing. It's really, dep honestly, it depends. It depends. Um, I can film throughout an entire day. Like we just went to New Orleans. And I filmed, I tried to pick up that camera every hour while we were doing something. Um, and it was a lot of fun. I actually really enjoyed those vlogs. I watched them back just for my own enjoyment, which pretty much never happens. Like, uh, because like, yeah, I lived it. I remember it. But uh, we had a lot of fun in New Orleans. So I was vlogging a lot. But on a normal day, I think maybe, I want to say maybe pick up the camera like 10 different times. It, it, so you get 10 minutes of what happens in 24 hours? I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> that was a hard question to answer. I could do the whole thing in an hour or I could spread it out throughout the whole day. It honestly depends on what's happening in my life at that time. Uh, Jamie says, I look at the toilet paper after I wipe. Same. Are you not? Aren't you supposed to? How else are you going to? Why would you not? How would you know if you got it all? If you don't, how you got to look at it. You got to look at it to know if you got to wipe again. Are we supposed to not look at the toilet paper? I mean, I don't look at it after I pee. Sometimes I do. You know, see if I was bleeding, you know, period stuff. Or, you know, just what color. But when you poop, you got to look at your toilet paper after you wipe to see if you need to wipe again. Is that not normal? Is that not what people do? Because I'm, I'm on team look here. I'm also on team doors if anyone wants to know. Just thought I would put that out there. Um, okay. And then there was one I was, I was going to look up if I had time. And I have time right now. I'll, I'll, I'll hang out for another five more minutes. Um, I'm scared my camera's going to overheat again now. Uh, have you tried hurdle or nurdle? I have a feeling this isn't PG, so, or G rated, 
What's a hurdle or nurdle? I don't know what that is. I, what's... Okay, I'm not, I'm not getting... Okay, hurdle is a, it seems like it's a type of wordle, which is a game that you can, a word game you can play. Hurdle or no, so I don't know if this was, it sounded sexual to me, and I should have taken it that way, but you are asking questions for Rachel Uncensored, so of course, of course I took it that way. Um, but if it's a game, no. But also, me saying I've never heard of it, I think is also an answer as to if I've done it. I'm going to go with no, because what is it? I don't get it. Okay. Nurdle? Wait. Okay. Hurdle was that. What's a nurdle? I'm going to put, I'm just going to put that, see what that comes up with. It's an online daily game. Okay. These are online daily games, just like Wordle, which by the way, I absolutely love. I play that every single morning. No one cares my score. I post it every single day. It's like me posting about it's like when people post about food. No one cares except you, but you do it. You post about it because you like your food. And there's no, there's no shame about that. I, pers- I post my wordle. No one cares. I care. And I am somebody. I am someone. So I care. Okay. I think that's all I have. I think that's, that's all I'm going to annoy you with today. This was my solo Rachel Uncensored. Uh, I guess I could have done more questions. I have a little bit more time, but I never know. Which way my brain's going to take me in a day? I never know what's going to happen. It's a fun little adventure for me. Am I going to talk forever? Am I going to draw a blank? I usually do both. How is that possible? No one knows. <laughs> uh, but if you liked this episode, if you like this podcast, please follow me on all the things. Also check out my other podcast with my friend Emily, All Things Internet, where we talk about things we see on the internet that week. Um, I really enjoy doing podcasts. I'm, I'm glad I started this one. I'd like to keep doing them. So please keep watching and like them and, you know, rate them and stuff. And, you know, just do the things that help me out. Comment below. Also, if you have questions for the next Rachel Uncensored or topics you want me to hit, please leave them below. Um, I'll do another ask me in Instagram if I do a solo one. But yeah. Also, who do you want to see on here? It's hard to get my, any of my family members because of COVID to be on. Um, I don't like doing them over Zoom. I guess I could. But also my sister has like 60 children, as is my brother. Um, so it's hard to get them on. <laughs> but if there's anyone else you'd like me to collab with, please let me know. I would like to have more guests on this one. And that's it. I love you. Thanks for listening to my rants. Do I have anything else I need to say? Um, thank you to our sponsor. Oh, I do have something to say. Pause. Hold up. You thought this was over? Stop. I got on st- bad TikTok. Not like I'm on the wrong side. TikTok, the for you page, for you page, the for, the TikTok for you page, for, why does that not seem right? The for you page. That's right. FYP. Why am I not saying it right? The for, my for you page is fucked up. So I'm just getting a bunch of videos of nothing. Like it's literally someone just standing there and listening to music and it has like two likes. I don't understand what is going on. I am getting no viral TikToks. None of the people I follow are showing up. I look, I'm still following everyone. I'm like going to people's pages. I'm going to Drew's page. I'm going to all my favorite content creators' pages and liking their stuff and viewing it. 
And I'm like leaving some away so I don't, so they can still come up on my page. Nothing. Nothing is coming up. I don't see JoJo stuff. I don't see Colin, my sister stuff. I don't see Drew stuff. I don't see anybody's stuff. And I follow a lot of people and nothing's coming up. I don't know what TikTok is doing. I don't know what its problem is, but it's not showing me shit. And I'm pissed. I am pissed. And my girlfriend was like, just keep swiping past the bad ones. And I'm like, but I'm like, they're tricking me. I think what's happening is I'm getting tricked. It's because I, I expect something at the end. I'm like, this can't be the whole thing. This can't be just like this person doing absolutely nothing. There has to be a punchline at the end. Nope, it's someone doing absolutely nothing. And I've just wasted 15 seconds of my life. And then TikTok was like, you watched that the whole way through. You must have liked it. No, I didn't. I, go back to the TikTok that told me I was gay and showed me things I didn't even realize I loved. Go back to that one to get me off of this shit. I don't want to be on this. <sighs> Help me. One time I accidentally got on straight, straight TikTok, like where it was like little fuck boys, like 13-year-old ones where I was like, I should not be seeing this. That one scared me. But this is scarier because I can't get off of it. And it keeps showing me sounds that I don't like. Like the stupid one I talked about earlier. Like the, what's your favorite customer? Ah, fuck, ah. That's not funny. Clearly, I'm really distraught about this. It's taken a lot of my thought process the last couple days because I'm not enjoying TikTok and it's sad. And I'm trying to post TikToks, but I can't see what's like going on because nothing's popping up that's going on. Like I didn't even know about the wheels and doors thing. For a very long time, till Emily told me on our episode of our last episode of All Things Internet. Okay, I'm gonna breathe. I'm gonna leave. I said I was going to. I said my goodbyes. You're beautiful. I love you. See you in two weeks. I'll have a guest, so you won't have to listen to just me. Even though I'm a lot of fun and very distracting, and I annoy a lot of people. I don't know what that outro was. I love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet where you can find the uncensored version of me, Rachel Ballinger. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please like, subscribe, or follow, or do whatever this platform tells you to do so that you can get notified every time I post a new episode. Love ya! I'm Fred Armisen. I play Bob in the New Realm podcast, Black Friday. And I'm Amy. I'm, uh, not in the podcast, but I am here to tell you about it. What is scarier than Black Friday for retail employees? All those enthusiastic shoppers and two-for-one steak knife sets? So what if working the sales didn't just feel like hell, but there was an actual hellhole in your store and zombies attacking you and your coworkers? That's the premise for this new podcast from Realm, Black Friday, starring Emmy-nominated actor and former SNL cast member Fred Armisen. After a portal to an otherworldly hellscape is opened in the middle of their store, Mark Club employees must beat back the evil that has escaped before the store opens to Black Friday customers. This horror comedy podcast is like Evil Dead meets Office Space, and is the perfect depiction of how retail jobs can sometimes be literal hell. If this show sounds like it's up your shopping aisle, I mean, up your alley, then you know what you should do? Listen to Black Friday wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, what Fred said. And be sure to subscribe or visit realm.fm for more information.